Technical difficulties have occurred with the hosts of this podcast. Please do not adjust your broadband connection. Thank you. Well, it's Friday night again. It must be in time for another episode of Average Joe Show. This week we are up to number 33. So uh, make sure you check us out at AverageJoeShow.com. Our email, of course, is talk at AverageJoeShow.com. And on Twitter, Average Joe Show, all one word. And I'm Corey Shretton. Of course, joining me again this week is my partner in crime, Mr. Ward Miller. Ward, how's it going tonight? Really good, Corey. Uh, I'm really excited about this this week's stories because there's some <laughs> there's such a diversity, but they're but they're so so good. You know, I, I I agree with you. We have some weeks where, like last week, we were just talking about this after the show last week. How we went through the stories so quickly, but they were okay stories. But it, we didn't have anything to argue about. It was like, oh yeah, I agree with you. Okay, I agree with you. Next story. And we look at the clock. It's like, wow, this this show is quick. But uh, this week we got some some interesting stuff there, and uh, Ward Ward's picked this first story, and definitely I think this is probably one of the biggest stories of the week. Yeah, uh, John Madden retired after thirty years. Uh, I think that that combines his coaching plus his broadcasting. Um, but he's finally stepping down, and uh, NBC is announced that uh, Chris Collinsworth is going to be taking his place. Uh, so I, I have two different thoughts on this. Number one is I kind of wonder if Madden's going to pull Brett Favre and right before the season go, you know what, I'm back. I, I, I really didn't retire. It was just, you know, I, I, I couldn't handle it. I don't think, he, I don't think he'll do that because uh, he, he was worth uh, Monday Night Football at one point. And Fox offered him a shitload of money to go there, and he said no. Monday Night Football was, you know, the the the, the position that everybody wants to announce. And uh, I don't think he'll do this. Thirty something no, years. But he left. He left. Uh, he left Fox for uh, Monday Night Football. Then he left Monday Night Football for that Sunday Night Football on NBC. Well, and, you know why though? Because Monday Night Football went to ESPN. Well, ESPN owns. ABC. Right. But, uh, you know, the thing, I think part of it too is the traveling because he refuses to fly. So, you know, so he has his own bus that takes him from game to game to game. That's why Madden wouldn't do, you know, the Pro Bowl because he won't go to, he won't fly to Hawaii. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's, he's deathly afraid of flying. That's why they always showed the John Madden bus. Because he won't fly. So each week, you know, one week there, you know, Pittsburgh's playing uh, whoever. He drives the bus to Pittsburgh, and the next week they may be playing, you know, San Diego might be the game of the week. So he has to drive all the way to San Diego. And then the next game of the week might be Miami. So he has to drive back to Miami. You know, so I'm sure that that, you know, has something to do with it. Because if you think about it, during the football season, his life would be on the bus, you know, going from time to time. I mean, if you look at, at the schedule that, that uh, Sunday Night Football had, 
it wasn't like, okay, for, you know, this, the first four weeks where all the games are going to be on the West coast, you know, it's West coast, East coast, West coast, you know, and he, so he's spent, basically he spends football season away from his family and he's done it for 30 years because he wouldn't fly even when he was with the, uh, when he was with the Raiders. Right. You know, so during football season, his family would never see him because he was always en route to another game. And, of course, you know, that's 20-plus weeks a year with uh, preseason and everything going on. And, uh, you know, that's almost almost half a year there. That's 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 a lot of time, you know, out of, out of your family's life. But look at him. He's 73 years old. He's had a hell of a career in football, you know. He's got, oh, yeah. he's got himself a Super Bowl ring as a coach. He's uh, well known as an announcer. Everyone knows who John Madden is. Well, he's in the Hall of Fame. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he was in, he was admitted into the Hall of Fame as a coach. So yeah, I agree with you. I, I a lot of people don't like Madden. I, I kind of did. I mean, I didn't like him when he was a coach because well, I didn't like the Raiders in the seventies. But you know, as an announcer, he he broke it down for the average guy, for the average Joe to watch the, the, the game and kind of get an understanding of what's going on. You didn't have to be, you know, a football laureate to understand what was going on when Madden was doing the game. And, and, and you know, you made a big one. You, you get made fun of when, you know, imitation is the, the best form of uh, flattery, you know? Oh, yeah, and you get guys like Frank Caliendo who, who basically started their career doing Madden. Well, and, you know, Madden was well-known for using that little pen, and, you know, you'd see the whole screen highlighter, and this guy's going over here, and look at this, and, you know. And boom. <laughs> boom. And, they, you know, that, that, that's what he's known for. Now, that, now, this brings up two questions, and you kind of brought up one point, which I was thinking this week. What is Frank Caliendo going to do? Because, you know, Madden is his biggest, you know, uh, well, impression he does. Well, that's what's funny is I follow uh, Frank Caliendo on Twitter. Yeah. And the and the in fact the day that Madden uh, announced he was retiring, Caliendo says, "Well, I guess with Madden retiring, I'm going to have to go work on my Chris Collinsworth impersonation." <laughs> and then he he followed it shortly thereafter of just kidding. <laughs> that's good, but but. Well, Frank does a whole bunch. I I really enjoy uh, watching Caliendo's stand up. Have you ever seen the stand up? Not just the stuff he does yeah. on his stand up is phenomenal because his ability to jump from one character to another, in you know, in the middle of talking, uh-huh. you know, and it's just amazing to me, you know. And I watch him, and he jumps from Madden to Scooby Doo to. You know, boom, 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 back and forth, and it, it's just very impressive. And and not wanting to stay on Caliendo too long. Um, you know, I I really disagree with um, NBC's idea to pick up um, Chris Collinsworth. Uh-huh. I don't like Collinsworth as an announcer. Uh, th- that was the contrast between him and Madden when. You know, Madden talked, Madden was like an every guy's guy. You know, he talked to you like, this is what's going on. Right. And then, in contrast, you got Chris Collinsworth, who, who really talks down to you. You know, when, when you're listening to, to Collinsworth call a game, it's like, you mean you didn't know that? And, and that's not what he says, but that's the impr- impression you get, is that he's like, 
you should have, you should be getting this. What, what's wrong with you? you? You don't understand this. You know, where Madden would explain, you know, this whole play worked because this block here, mm-hmm. you know, where Collinsworth is more, yeah, I, I don't want to use the word elitist, but mm-hmm. that's kind of what he comes off as. It's like, if you don't get this, you're just stupid, you know? And that's why I don't like Collinsworth. Well, but. See- and and Mad and that's the thing. Madden, Madden was a coach, so he talks to you like a coach. He's you know he's showing you how the plays are going. He's trying you know he tries to explain it like he's a coach and you're the player. Here's what went wrong. Here's what went right. Here's what we need to do. Here's what you know. And th- and that's the way it's got to work. You know you got to talk at the same level as as your audience. You can't talk down to people. You talk down to people, they're not going to listen to you and they're not going to respect you. Yeah, and and really, that's how I feel about Collinsworth. Since he began broadcasting, and he does a lot of shows on – well, he used to do a lot of shows on the East Coast, uh, a lot of games on the East Coast, excuse me. And uh, me being in Pittsburgh, and he had played for Cincinnati. You know, he played against Pittsburgh when the – you know, the real – we had the the original Steel Curtain, and we had, you know, Mel Blunt who every time Collinsworth came off the line, Blunt killed him, you know? So he had this, uh, he has this uh, prejudice against the Steelers to this day. And when he calls a game, you know, he, he tries not to let it show, I guess, uh-huh. but it comes, it comes through in, you know, in spades. It's like, okay, we get, you don't like us, you know, but, you know, uh, Madden didn't like the Steelers either. You know, the immaculate reception occurred against his team. Right. You know, and he he didn't like that at all. But when he called the game, you know, you, you didn't sense the uh, disdain he had. And I'm sure he did. Uh-huh. I mean, for, you know, for all those years as a coach, he was game planning against the Steelers and so on and so forth. And I get that. But when he was calling the game, you didn't hear that. Whereas... You know, when Collinsworth calls a game, especially against Pittsburgh, you could hear it in his voice how how much he hates the Steelers in the city. You know, and it's like, you know, I don't think you're the best representative. Now, Al Michaels, I liked Al Michaels. Uh, Pat Summerall, they were, you know, they were great uh, analysts. Uh And and that's what I figure they are. And whereas... um, Collinsworth and Madden are, are like color guys, right? They, they're going to explain the nut. They're supposed to explain the nuts and bolts to you, and uh, and they're supposed to make it so you can understand it. You know, I, I could sit down watching a, a a game with Madden calling it with my kids, and I wouldn't have to explain it to them. You know, they'd say, "Well, you know, what's going on here?" And before I could open my mouth, Madden's already explaining and breaking down the play as to what happened and why it happened and, you know, where, what, where the key block was and the whole nine yards. So I, I think that he's going to be sorely missed. Um, you know, like I said, there, there's a lot of people who don't like Madden, and even though they don't, I think that they're going to realize once he's replaced how, uh, how much of a talent he actually had. Definitely, definitely. And my second question is, do you think they're still going to come out with the Madden football games? Um, 
because you know if anyone played the games it's uh obviously john madden is you know announcing the games and he's calling the plays and all that stuff in the game so you think they're still going to do it now that he's officially retiring from announcing well i'd imagine that they'd keep it even though he is retiring ea spent a lot of money to to own the the name madden uh-huh. so i really think that, that that there will be a madden 2010 because i mean really if you look look at it uh, across all the networks right now who uh, well i mean name another color guy that you can i mean other the other one that could possibly potentially be is chris berman cuz berman is you know colorful like that i mean even though he doesn't call games uh-huh. but other than him he's the only one who has that kind of um people aspect you're right so, well, you know, none of the other ones do. I wonder if uh, – I don't know how the contract works with EA Sports, but I wonder if they're just going to try to throw a shitload of money at Madden and say, please do the game. Please keep doing the game because, you know, I mean a lot of people look forward to that game. It's a great game, and it's either – they're either they're going to do that or I wonder if, if one of these networks – I don't know how if the network could do it. If one of the networks could take their, their, their uh, announcing team – and try to come and try to use the same football engine. If Madden's going to retire from the game, you know, like you know, like ESPN's Monday Night Football on EA Sports, which is the same game. It's just you know their their announcers on it. Well, in fact, ESPN had their own game uh, that was actually a, a couple years ago that actually competed with EA's game, and the ESPN game, in my opinion, was better. It was cheaper. Hmm. You know, it, when it came out. I mean, this is when the Xbox, the original Xbox came out and you could play online the whole nine yards and it was extremely cheap. It was 20 bucks, right? It was half of what you pay for EAs. And then what EA did was they went and bought the sole rights to the player names so that ESPN couldn't use the player names anymore. Well, that's the thing that I've been playing you know, sports games since the early nineties. And that was one thing that's a turnoff when you would, you would, you'd, you'd rent, you know, back in the day, you'd rent a football game and they couldn't use the team names or the player names. You know, it was these generic, no name teams. They would just give a city, you know, like it would be Pittsburgh and the colors would kind of look like the Steelers colors, but they wouldn't be. And, you know, the players wouldn't have the same names and it was just, it's ridiculous. I, you know, you definitely have to own the, own the names to actually make the game more authentic. I agree. Uh, and I mean, really, as far as, you know, the the gameplay and whatnot, I mean, they could get somebody else to do that. I mean, they could get, you know, Al Michaels and whoever the new Monday night team is, you know, they could do it or whatever. I mean, that's that's doable. But as far as the um, what's the word I'm looking for? as far as the you know, esoterics of the game, you know, it, it if you're going to call the game Madden 2010 or whatever, 2009, mm-hmm. it, it should be John Madden calling the game. And I don't see where ESPN would have a, pro, you know, or not ESPN, excuse me, the EA would have a problem getting Madden to come back and do the show, you know, come back and do, do the recordings because it, it's really not that hard. No, I mean, it basically he says all he does is read down everybody's name. Right. And, and, 
You're right. It's it's real simple. Just say all their names. Say you know, make your little predictions or say your little little colorful comments, and and that's it. I mean, I don't know how many hours or how many days it takes to do it, but you know, it's it's minimal time. It's probably less than a week to do, you know, everything that they want him to say. And yeah, and I'm sure he'll get a truckload of money for oh, well, it too. So he, because it's his name. Exactly. I I see him staying with with that. I I haven't read anything that said he wasn't going to do that anymore. Well, it's still early in the year. The game usually doesn't come out till August or September, so we'll have to wait till later in the summertime when we hear something about it. Well, John Madden will definitely be missed, so let's switch channels here from John Madden to Hulkamania. Yeah, th- this is another story I, I actually had a beg Corey to do because I thought it was really funny that uh, last week uh, Hulk Hogan came out in an interview with Rolling Stone magazine and he said, uh, you know, uh, not that I, I agree with what O.J. Simpson did, but I really get it. You know, and uh, in fact, the, the quote that he used was, I could have turned everything into a crime scene like O.J., cutting everybody's throat. You live half a mile from a 20,000 square, 20, square foot home that you can't go to anymore. You're driving through downtown Clearwater and see a 19-year-old boy driving your Escalade, and you know that that 19-year-old is sleeping with, it's sleeping in your bed with your wife. I totally understand, OJ. I get it. And now this week he's been, you know, trying to, you know, roll that back a little bit. But, uh, you know, I, there's there's part of me that goes, dude, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know, I mean, I understand where you're coming from and I can understand the anger because apparently this has been like a really, um, really nasty divorce. Right. Because, you know, the, there was something I read that, uh, what was it? Hogan's worth like 20 million. So she wants half of his money, which is understandable. You know, in most states, that's the way it is. You know, you get divorced, they get half. Now, not only does she want half of the money that he's made, she wants $10 million from that, but she also wants 50% of any future money he makes. And, and that's the contention, you know, the bone of contention, because at first he said, well, I'll give you half of what I already did, but I don't see where you deserve, you know, 50% of everything I'm going to make for the rest of my life. You know, because I'm sure he's got residuals coming in from wrestling from, you know, I'm sure there's still people buying Hulkamania t-shirts and toys and all that other crap. So she's looking for that. You know, she's looking for that money. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, you know, I agree with him. If she's being a bitch on wheels, you know, I, I don't blame him for thinking it, but God damn it. Don't say it. Cause if something happens to this, this little 19 year old jerk off, you know, exactly. They're, they're going to be knocking on his door and saying, this is exactly what you said in this interview last week. Could you explain this to us? Exactly. I, I you know, you, you hate to say, you know, and the thing is that the media is going to blow it all out of proportion. He said that this, uh, this interview lasted three days where he met with this guy from Rolling Stone. Uh-huh. And he said, you know, the first couple of days I was talking about, you know, I'm happy my life's moving forward, you know, uh, blah, 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 blah. And the guy says, well, you know, what do you think about you have to drive past, you know, and you have to see your wife every day. You only live a couple blocks, you know, away. Right. And he goes, he, he, he makes this quote and that's the only quote you hear out of the whole interview. So, I mean, it's like, dude, 
you've been around the media long enough to know you don't say stupid crap like that because they're going to bust you. You know, and now that's the only quote that anybody's going to read. They're not going to read the inter- the article that says, you know, I'm I'm really happy with my life. I'm glad that, you know, it's over and blah, 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 blah. All they're going to hear is that you dig OJ. Yeah. And, you know, OJ had the right idea or whatever. So that, that may have been a, a huge misstep on, you know, the Hulkster's part. I I really think that he screwed up in the head anyway. This ever ever since his son essentially killed that kid in the car with him, he's been fucked up in the head. I think. I mean, I lived in Florida when that happened, and it it just seemed ridiculous of all the shit that was going on with that family. You know, all the shit they were saying. You know, when they were talking to their son behind bars and everything's being recorded, and it's just bullshit. Well, here's the thing. Now let's roll. Let's step this back a second. All right. Had you been the one who accidentally killed this, or not? Well, he's not dead. No, you know, technically, technically, he's not dead. Yeah, but he's going to need care for the rest of his life. Right. But at the same time, if it was you that did this, is people going to be recording what you say in prison? Oh hell yeah. No, they're not. Well, they do record. I mean, that's the way it is, you know. Yeah, but do, do you think it's going to get released? And, and, oh no. And really, what was what what Hogan said was he was trying to 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 tell this, you know, seventeen year old kid basically, you know, suck it up. You know, it, it wasn't. He he's trying to make him. You know, because the kid feels like shit because mm-hmm. the you know his buddy, you know, you know this happened to him. He's trying to make it like. Well, maybe, you know, it was God's plan and, you know, maybe he did some messed up stuff and, and God did this to him. You know, it wasn't your fault. You know, maybe that's that's his thought process is he's trying to comfort the kid. I, I'm not making excuses for him. No. I, I mean, and I'm not saying that that's, that would be the best way of doing it. But there are times when the media gets so involved in some of these, you know, stars' lives that it's like, you know, give them a break. Let let them, you know, be human for crying out loud. You know, that not. I mean, accidents happen, and right. I and I fully believe that. You know, and should the kid have been racing? No. Should the kid? You know, I mean, there there's a lot of things that went wrong in that whole situation. But to to honestly blame him for trying to comfort his son. You know, and like I said, and, and the media blows it all out of proportion that, you know, then they're saying like Hulk Hogan said that the kid should have, you know, should have been in the wreck because he, he pissed off God or whatever. That's a little ridiculous. I, I, I honestly, I think, I think Hogan, I know Hogan's probably fucked up in the head right now because of this divorce. He just, he just needs to keep his mouth shut and, until, you know, everything is said and done. Don't don't open your mouth at all, because anything you can say is going to definitely be used against you, and you're going to lose more money for it. Well, yeah, I mean th- that's why when you get to be, you know, Hulk Hogan, you have a publicist, and that publicist speaks for you, and and you ha- you know, and you're in the middle of a divorce, and you have a lawyer, and you pay that lawyer to speak for you. Do not answer any stupid questions, you know. But think of everything that you could possibly say, and just say I'm. I'm going to defer that to my lawyer. Yeah. Uh, basically, I'm pleading the fifth because I'm not going to say anything on grounds I may incriminate myself. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Basically, let's just say, Hogan, keep your mouth shut until everything's said and done. And 
and think before you speak and uh, shit like this won't happen. Uh-huh. Uh, hopefully shit like this won't happen. All right, let, let's change channels a little bit. We're talking about death here. Uh, 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 believe it or not, this week is kind of a surprise. Uh, Marilyn Chambers, of course, if you know who she is, she's the legendary adult movie star who uh, did the classic X-rated film Behind the Green Door, uh, was found unconscious this week, and she died in her home in, I think, California. She was 56 years old, and of course, the cause of death is still under investigation, but from what they're saying, they don't believe there's any foul play involved. All right, let, let's do a little math here, okay? She was a big-time porn star in the 70s. We'll say, we'll say the late 70s. We'll say 30, 30, 30 years ago, 30, I don't know, maybe 35 years ago. Okay, whatever. All right. All right, and, but the thing, my, my point is, in the 70s, porn stars were paid in cocaine and heroin. Right. So, I mean, her the home that they found her in was a, was a trailer park. You know, it's not like she was getting any residuals out of her, uh, out of her past, uh-huh. you know, so is, is it possible, you know, I mean, there was never a, a thing that said that she was, uh, I, I've never seen anything that, that said that she was on drugs, but most likely she was. Yeah. I mean, when, when you drop dead at age 56 of, you know, an apparent heart attack, I'd say that even if she wasn't doing cocaine or something to that effect now, uh-huh. she probably did it at some time. It may have done damage to her heart. I mean, there's there's a ton of things that can go wrong with doing that. And uh, Well, and the film came out in December 1972. It's hard to believe that film is that old. She's 56, so she was 20 years old when she did that film. Okay. So, and, yeah, you know, in the 70s were the time of cocaine and you know, alcohol, and I think LSD was still carried over from the '60s, and it doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me when I thought when I read the story and they said, you know, it's under investigation. I'm, I'm thinking, all right, 56 years old, probably cocaine, heart failure because of that, some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I I, I totally agree. I I don't think that that I, I it's, you know even though it's a shame, you know that somebody who could do something to the effect of, you know, I mean, Behind the Green Door was one of the porn classics. And, you know, I'm sure she wasn't wasn't getting any residuals from it. Like I said, I, I think that in the 70s they paid you in cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> they, they gave her an eight ball and she was done. But, you know, it, it's 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 terrible that that's happened. But it's, just, it, it's, it's amazing that she was only 56 years old. I mean, that film... You know, that film was basically the beginning of the modern-day porn from what I can remember. You know, it was that film, Deep Throat, you know, those De- were the – Debbie the Does big, Dallas. Yeah, those those films, you know, those films of the 70s, those were the big films that started the modern-day porn craze, I guess you want to say. You know, I mean, you know, all the modern-day porn stars basically looked up to them. They were, you know, she was one of the queens. Well, I think that that was the point where porn became mainstream because, I mean – Let's get real. There was always, you know, they called them the blue movies and right. whatnot that they had for uh, bachelor parties and stuff like that, which were basically porn. Right. Your, but, sta- your stag reels. Yeah. But now, I mean, with the early, the, the movies of the early 70s, they actually brought in, you know, injected storylines and, you know, 
so there, it wasn't just, you know, straight sex. It was, you know, there was kind of a story behind it. Yeah. If you could find the story, win a prize. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's get real. I'm, it's still porn. Um, <laughs> but you know, that's a shame. I'm, I'm, I, I hate to see something like that. Cause it, it's like she was living, you know, basically off on her own, you know, in, in her trailer park. And like I said, you know, being as though, uh, that was a, um, you know, a, a, a landmark movie for the porn industry, she wasn't getting anything out of it. So, you know, it's a shame, but you know, that happens. Well, the funny thing is she's 56 years old. She was found by her 17 year old daughter. So she had a child pretty late in life. Uh, yeah. 30, 39 years old. Hmm. 30, I mean, 39's, you know, pretty old. I mean, even nowadays, it's kind of high risk birth and everything like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's it does suck that, you know, somebody like her, you know, passed on. But, yeah, that's what happens when you do drugs. Even if you stop doing them, they're going to catch up to you. And even though it doesn't say it's drugs, you and me know it's. It's got to be drug related. I guarantee you within the next week we'll find out that it's probably like cocaine related. Yeah, so kids, just say no to drugs. So, uh, speaking of porn, let's go from uh, Marilyn Chambers over to Octomom who uh, got offered, a, what, a million dollars to do porn at one time? Yeah. Uh, this is funny. She actually is trying to trademark the name Octomom. You know, people have been calling her that since she had the you know, litter. <laughs> You're right. And, yeah. Was, I mean, when, when a dog has eight puppies, it's a litter. I, I don't care what you, you know, this bitch had eight puppies. It's a litter. Anyway, it's when you look at it, you know, she's trying everything she can to, uh, make, uh, all the money she possibly can as fast as she can. Because Lord knows in, you know, six, eight months from now, nobody's going to remember who she was. You know, if you look at it, if you remember back in the early, I mean, I'm going to say early 90s, there was a woman in Texas who had like six kids or something, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was all over the news. It wasn't as bad as this because she actually, her husband actually had a job and, you know, so... It wasn't like she was living on welfare and, you know, getting artificially inseminated to have a litter. And anyway, so she had these six kids and it was on the Today Show and all that stuff. And there were all these big, uh, you know, like Pampers donated a million diapers and all this other crap. And, you know, that lasted for about... Three to six months. Tops. Tops. Yeah. After that, you didn't hear. I mean, to this day, I can't even I can't even name who they were. I don't remember. I, I don't either. And, and you know, every every couple years, two, three, four years, you hear a story of a family having, you know, a litter of kids, six, seven, eight kids, you know, and it's it's a big story. And, and, you, and they cover for a few days. Oh, yeah, they have the kids. Oh, they're home now. Oh, and once in a while, it's like, oh, it's a year later. It's their their one-year birthday, and that's it. And like you said, I don't know their names. I don't know the last names of these families. It's like she she's taking those 15 minutes of fame and trying to stretch it out to 30 minutes, and it, it just pisses me off. Yeah. Well, the fact that 
okay, you know, the the media is the one who start calling her Octo Mom, and she's going to try and trademark it. So basically, she gets paid whenever somebody uses it. So you know what's going to happen? Don't quit using it. Well, and here's the thing: uh, are trademarks free? No, it's going to cost her eight hundred twenty-five bucks. Is she going to pay with food stamps? Because uh, I thought she was on welfare. Well, I thought she was on welfare too, but then there was a, a story a couple of weeks ago that she was looking at a million dollar house. So I don't know how she planned on paying for it unless she planned on just taking a loan that she couldn't afford to pay back. And you know. I, I, I honestly, people like her piss me off. There are people out there struggling from paycheck to paycheck, you know, working two, three jobs. They're not on food stamps. They're they're barely making enough to survive, to feed their family. They might have one kid or two kids. And you got this whore out there that has, what, almost a dozen kids? What, four, not four, 14 kids, right? She has 14 kids? I think she has six kids before this, right? Yeah. She's got 14 fucking kids, not a husband to see, and she's getting her hand put out and taking everything that's given her. You know, that pisses me off. I, I really hate this bitch. Every time I, her name comes up in the news, it just makes me more and more mad at her. Just so you know, that's pretty much why I keep sending you stories for her because I I know it gets you wound up. Well, it, well, <laughs> it, it does, and, and it's been a while since we talked about it, and I think this is a great story. I want to put a trademark on my name and make money off of it. Well, fuck you. Then everyone will call you fucking you know psycho mom or something like that. Yeah, well, let, let's see a trademark dirty whore. Yeah, <laughs> skank. Sorry, I can't trademark words like dirty whore and skank. Yeah, because that's that's been used to describe people for ages. Well, I think what should happen is the person that wrote Octomom in the first story should say, uh, you can't trademark it. I'm the one that came up with this name. You know, I, I don't know how that you could do that with trademarks, you know. Well, it, you may not be able to do it with a trademark, but you could do it with a copyright. Because if you created it, I mean, that's the way copyright works. Right. If you created it and it was something that you created in a publication and you put it in print, you own it. You own the rights to it. So I don't see how she could say that, that it belongs to her when – I mean I'd have to do some kind of research and find out who actually wrote Octomom the first time. But whoever did it owns it. Exactly. I, I I just hope I hope they just laugh laugh in her face, tell her to fuck off and die, and just go away. You know, your fifteen minutes of fame are over. Just just leave us alone. We don't want to deal with you anymore. Exactly. I think the only way she's going to disappear, and unfortunately, we know it'll never happen, is for the media to ignore her. Well, then she. I mean, that's that's why she does stuff like this because that's the problem. The media starts to ignore her, and she is such a media whore that. She has to come up and go, oh, wait, I, I still exist. Look at me. Uh, I'm going to trademark my name and, you know, stupid shit like that. It's it, And I agree with you. It's ridiculous that she feels as though that's what she needs to do. All right. Let's switch channels again here. Let's go from an ugly, skanky whore woman to a woman that's very hot. Now, she might not be the most attractive woman in the world, but trust me, this woman is hot. Her name is Anadita Duda Tamuli. She's a 26-year-old Indian woman who broke the world's record for eating the most of the hottest chilies in two minutes. She ate 51 of these chilies called ghost chilies in two minutes. Now, 
if anybody knows anything about chilies, I know a little bit. There's a scale that they're on called the Scoville scale. Uh, the higher the number, the the hotter uh, the the peppers and the chilies are. A, like for example, a one on a Scoville st- scale is a is a green pepper. There's nothing to it. It's it's bland. It's just there. Well, this ghost chili on the Scoville scale ranks at one million Scoville units. It's twice the heat of its closest rival. And uh, to compare to how hot that is, a standard green chili is about fifteen hundred units. And so is that like a? Uh, that's not like a, a jal- uh, That's a chili. That's yeah. not like a pepper. So like a jalapeno pepper. Yeah, it's a ch- it's a chili, which I guess those long thin things like you see at the Chili's restaurant. You know, I I, I don't know what the picture of the ghost chili looks like, but no, I, I was just kind of curious as to what the, the difference is in the scale between a chili and a pepper. I don't think there is a difference. I think they use the same scale. Because the pepper, you know, jalapeno peppers are using the Scoville scale, and this this ghost chili uses a scale. I think honestly they're the same type of uh, vegetable, you know. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what the difference is. Because what I, I remember, you know, what a jalapeno pepper looks like, and I I've known what your generic chili looks like. They look about the same, you know, the same shape pretty much. But apparently she was, oh, she went to, uh, she was trying to get in the Guinness Book of World Records. And according to what it says is uh, they have not formally confirmed the record. I don't know why they have to formally confirm. I mean, if they're standing right there watching her eat it, what, I mean. Uh, it may be a thing where uh, they may not have been there. They may have to get sworn affidavit. Uh, the picture shows Gordon Ramsay. Right. You know, witnessing it. So they may have to come in and, you know, get, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how, uh, Guinness does it, but they may have to come in and get sworn affidavits from all the people that are there or something to that effect before they put it in. Because if they don't have a representative from uh, Guinness there. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works, but uh, I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm a, I must be one. You and me must be big bus, big ass pussies because I'll tell you one jalapeno just, you know, I've got to drink like a glass of water with one jalapeno and that thing is mild compared to this. Well, the trick is for jalapenos or any kind of peppers, you don't drink water, drink milk. Well, okay. Well, here's the trick, though. She ate 51 of these, and she didn't drink anything. Uh, then her tongue is dead. <laughs> I, 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 maybe maybe if you shove them in your mouth fast enough, you get them over your taste buds and down to your stomach. I mean, I, I mean that's the only thing I can think of. If you could get them down your gullet fast enough, maybe your mouth won't feel the heat as much. Well, if you don't chew them. If you don't release the oil that's inside the pepper, you know, if she was just swallowing them whole, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't either. I mean, there's there's a video. You go to AverageJoeShow.com, and it's actually got a little video in the link we have provided. And uh, I, Jesus Christ. And, and nowadays, you know what's funny is I remember growing up, the Guinness Book of World Records was like one of the coolest things you'd want to be in, you know? Oh, I want to be – I want to break a record to be in the book. Nowadays, it's like, uh, yeah, so – well, the thing is, you got to do something so over the top now. You know, I mean, the stuff that they had, you know, when we were growing up is stuff like, you know, this person smoked, you know, 16 packs of cigarettes at the same time. Right. You know, and, and that kind of stuff. Now, you know, with the age of the Internet and there, there's all kinds of stuff going on that people are taking videos of. And, you know, with 
them having to go out and verify everything and you know validate it. Well, and, know, just be, and, and the bottom line is, you know, because I do edit video and I understand it, it, it would be nothing for me to edit a video so that you'd think that I was doing something like that. You know, so you can't, you know, I could say, you know, have have a loop of me eating peppers. I could eat one pepper and make it look like I did it a hundred times. And uh, another thing, too, is with the Guinness Book of World Records, these records have been around for years you know, after a while, they're not going to be breakable. So, you know, people are going to lose interest in the book. So they have to come out with new way, new records for people to, to break. Well, well, I mean, that's why the book's so thick. I mean, they just take some of the most obnoxious, insane things, you know, and say, okay, well, we'll make that, you know, put that in the Guinness book. And, you know, there's people out there every day that are training to do something to break, you know, break the book. You know, break into the book. Honestly, I, I see the book in the bookstore every once in a while. I was like, uh, okay, yeah. I, I, it, I don't care. You want to break the record for your own, your own enjoyment? That's fine. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm old enough now. I don't really care about breaking any records. All right, going on from chilies to pizza. Yeah, we had to include this story, even though I watched the uh, video and. If you anybody wants to look at it, it's uh, you can find that on YouTube. The, you got to just be careful because it keeps getting taken down. You're not careful as much as you have to be patient because a lot of them that I found were, had already been taken down. But it is on YouTube, and people are dying. You know, as, as soon as it gets a takedown, that somebody else posts it, so you, you should be able to find it. But apparently, it's these two morons that worked at uh, Domino's who uh, videotaped themselves, you know, passing gas on the food and the guy's putting cheese up his nose and then he's making a sandwich with it. And uh, apparently they're facing felony charges now because uh, I want to say that the, the retarded girl who's in the video recorded it like on Sunday, posted it on YouTube Monday and was fired the same day. Because some would find it, you know, and, and you know how it goes when something like that goes viral. You know, everybody sees it. So they were fired the next day. And uh, so now they're, they're, being faced, they're facing felony charges. So. Well, you know, I mean, I'm tired of people being stupid. It always seems like, you know, people videotape things for fun and they never realize that you know, they can lose their jobs and really get screwed over with this. I remember, uh, what, a year or two ago, some idiot was in a Burger King and he, he took a bath in the sink and they videotaped yeah. it, put up online, thought it was the funniest thing in the world. His ass was fired pretty damn quick after that. Yeah, but the thing is, this is actually showing employees messing with food. And this is a huge PR nightmare for Domino's. You know, they're trying to walk it back and, you know, they released a statement on YouTube, which isn't getting as many hits as the ones that, of course not. you know, because, you know, I mean, that damages their reputation and I couldn't imagine how much money they're going to lose because of this. Well, that's the thing. They're going to lose a lot of money and it's a lot of people don't know, but if you tamper with food. That's a federal offense. Yeah. Oh, they're being charged with felonies. That's the thing. It's not. It's not a local offense or a state offense. 
this is a federal offense. You could go to federal prison for doing something like this. Yeah, I'm looking on here. Apparently, they were released on bond for uh, on a $7,500 bond, but I don't see what the actual charge is going to be. Uh, I, you know, it, 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 this, you know, you said this is a PR nightmare. It makes you not want to go out and eat, you know? It's like it makes you not want to trust anybody that prepares your food for you. Well, you know, you got these slack-jawed idiots, and, and that's exactly what they are. I mean, she's – and I don't know. Did you see the video? Yes. When, when she's talking about – she's reading this book, and it's Tori Spelling's book, and it's called Storytelling. And she can't even say it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like – that's where they screwed up because this could be the only career they ever had. Yep. Because neither one of them are appear to be br- uh, bright enough to do a job that requires thought. And now, you know, they're not going to be able to get a job anywhere. No. Nope. Guaranteed. They, 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 they fucked themselves over. They're going to be begging on the street corner for money and, you know, that, that people are stupid. You know, I'm sorry. You have a job. Don't fuck it up because of doing something like this, thinking it's funny. Well, the thing is, number one, if – I mean, if it was me and I'm their boss, number one, why did you have a camera at work unless you were intending on doing something stupid? Right. You know, I mean, number one, that that has to be the thing because it, it, it seems to me that the whole thing was premeditated. Uh-huh. For you to have a camera there and go, hmm, what are we going to do now that I have a camera? Okay, I'm going to I'm going to videotape me committing a felony, and then I'm going to broadcast it on the internet. Yeah. People are a bunch of idiots, but this- I, I think it has to do with today's youth. You know, they 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 feel as though that they're somehow entitled to to videotape anything that they do, put it on the internet, and say, oh, well, you know, it was a joke. Well, it wasn't a joke. You you committed a felony. You know, there, there's nothing there's nothing funny about a felony. Well, that's the thing. You know, these kids live on the internet. They think that you know, the internet is everything. They want a video to go viral. They want a billion hits. They want to be famous. They you know, you're not you're not going to be famous this way. You're going to be like Octomom. Your 15 minutes of fame is going to come and go. These kids for doing something stupid like this are going to be more famous. Because of something that people are not going to forget about, instead of them doing some stupid little, you know, video like ice, uh, like uh, skateboarding and falling and hitting their crotch or something like that. Yeah. But this just tells you: whenever you go get a pizza with everything on it, make sure you ask for no farts. But I'm that's that, that's just nasty. I got to end it on a light note. All right, last story of the night, of course. Back to the wonderful world of sex. I had to put this story in here. This uh, this took place in Texas. Apparently, there was these two <clears throat> gentlemen, and if you go to averagejoshow.com, you can see their mugshots. These are these are some good looking guys here. I'll tell you, they uh, apparently they uh, they were arrested uh, on April thirteenth after they allegedly stuck up an adult video store. All right, so you stick up an adult video store, you know, you're gonna probably run out with what one, two, maybe three hundred dollars. You know, that's what most people do. No, they decided to steal 50 porno movies. And you look at these guys and you wonder why. I, I know. I mean, come on. These guys are definitely not getting laid. Well, you, you know it's it's really funny? Yeah. And if you look at the first guy's picture. Yeah. 
His shirt's on backwards. Oh, shit. So, are you looking at the picture? I'm looking at the picture right now. The black shirt, you can see the little white um, Yeah, the tag's the, yeah, the tags on. He, he's he got his shirt on backwards. Actually, he, you know, he's got it on inside out. And look, backwards. And look at the scene, yeah. Inside out and backwards. It's like, dude, what what the fuck were you doing? Yeah, he's a genius. And and the guy below him, the, the guy below him looks like the, the typical internet nerd. Why aren't you just getting your porn off the internet like well, most kids are? That age? was my question. You know, if I really want to watch a porno, go and fucking download it. Go turn on Skinamax and, you know, toss some tadpoles or something. But uh, are you really going to rob a porno store? Seriously. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I mean, th- you look at it. I mean, it says that they robbed the store a little after midnight. After midnight. So, come on. Dude, I'm horny. Let, let's go steal some, some porno. And, and they had a, a, a Ruger automatic handgun with them. It's not like they just, you know, broke the glass, ran and grabbed the pornos and ran out. It's like, are you serious? <laughs> I don't yeah, but the the... <laughs> The thing that makes it funny is they went in with a Ruger with the intention of stealing pornos. It wasn't for, you know, okay, we're going to rob this place. Okay, give me all your cash. While I'm at it, I'm going to grab some, you know, grab some porn. They just went for the pornos. They're they're going in going, okay, look, I I don't need any money or anything. I I just got to, you know, check out some porn. So I'm going to steal these 50 movies from you at gunpoint. So now I've committed this stupidity while using a gun. So especially in Texas, that carries a mandatory seven year, seven year jail sentence. Yep. I mean, using a gun in the commission of a crime is an automatic seven years. Yeah. Texas doesn't put up with that shit. No. Oh Christ. In Texas, they're lucky. They don't get the chair. You're right. You know, <laughs> they don't play games in Texas. Well, these guys are 21 and 20 years old. It's like, now I'm trying to think what they could do with 50 pornographic movies. Obviously, besides watch them. Um, build, build a little fort. I mean, the only thing I can think of is you sell them to your underage friends. But, I mean, think about it. 50 porno movies, they might make more money selling those than if they robbed the store. I'm trying to figure out why they stole 50 movies. I don't know. Because if you, I mean, if you think about it, if you'd go up to a 17 year old or 18 year old kid right now and said, look, I don't know about you, but I got this copy of a porno. I'll sell it to you for five bucks. The kid's going to go eat me. I'll go download it off the internet for nothing. It's not going to cost me a dime. You know, so I, unless they live in some rural backwoods community that doesn't have access to the internet, well, looking at these two <laughs> geniuses, they probably don't know what the internet is. So, I mean, there's that, there's always that possibility. It's just, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know what they could do with it. Like I said, I mean, the only thing I can think of is selling to underage people, but most of your kids nowadays that are 16, 17, 18 years old, they know how to use the internet and they know where the porn sites are where and their parents don't know that. Exactly. Now, maybe that was their, their intention is they were going to sell porno to the other kids' parents. Oh, that could have been good. Hi, Mrs. Yeah. Mr. Smith. Would you like to buy this porno? Yeah, I got a good deal on them. They're only going to cost you five bucks a piece. 
Oh, and we're sorry. They're HD DVDs. They don't work in your player. <laughs> I don't know. I had to end up a little bit there, Tech. All right. Well, that about wraps up this week's show. Um, hope you guys all enjoyed this show. Uh, as I was teasing online, if you guys are following any – Follow me on Twitter. Uh, next week, we're going to have a special guest with us and a special announcement. Uh, Ward knows who the guest is, but he asked me what the announcement was, and I basically told him to blow me. So uh, he'll find out with you guys next week what we're going to be talking about, what the little announcement's going to be. But uh, I want to thank you for jo- uh, downloading this episode. And, of course, you can find Ward at restaurantfoodfast.com. Well, what's this week's uh, recipe Chuck's doing? Uh, we didn't do a recipe this week. Um, we had gotten a bunch of questions again, so uh, we did another question episode because it's just easier for us to answer questions like that than for Chuck's little fat fingers to type up answers. So we uh, we just did another question episode. Well, you know, and you know that's another good thing too. I was just thinking about this. You could also do a, a question show if you always wanted to have like a, a buffer show. You know, like. Oh, we can't do something. Oh, I got this show sitting in the can here. I could throw it up online or, you know, something comes up. Yeah, well, we thought about that. And, uh, but the thing is, we, we try and keep the, the questions timely. You know, if if somebody asks us a question, you know, for this week, we'd like to give an answer this week. Okay. And so, you know, that that's the only reason we wouldn't do that. You know, I, I'd love to have something, you know, if for some reason we wouldn't be able to do a show, you know, something would come up between me or Chuck. Right. I, I'd like to have something, you know, in the can that I could just go, okay, and just roll it out. But at the same time, when somebody asks a question, we want to give them an answer as soon as we can. You know, that's just part of our mentality is, you know, if, if we got the question, let's answer it. So, you know, uh, in fact, we, uh, it was another question from another set of questions from uh, Miguel in the Philippines. He, he sends us a question. He sends us questions like every week. And so, uh, in fact, we offered him the uh, opportunity to send us video questions. And we'll put the video questions in and we'll have a, a, a Miguel Ask section of the show. Huh. So we're waiting to hear back from him. Well, that might be good, though, you know. Uh, it would give us a little bit of, a little bit of diversity, some, you know, just a little bit of a change. Well, yeah, you, you want to try something new out, too. Give a little different flavor to it. People like that. Yeah, and in fact, I was contacted uh, this week, uh, and it's funny because you know when you were saying that, that there's a surprise, we we got one coming up for the show, hopefully, and uh, I'm waiting to see what happens with that. It's it's not definite yet, so I don't want to. Oh, good. I mean, I I can't wait for that. Whatever it is, uh, I definitely want to check that out. So uh, yeah. make sure make sure you check out. You know Chuck and Ward's uh, video podcast, restaurantfoodfast.com. Uh, they got buttons. You could download the episodes, leave comments, watch it right on the website, download to any device imaginable, any any podcatcher software out there. It's a great site to go to. I check it out, like I said, every week. Every Monday morning, I'm watching the latest episode they have. This week's going to be a Q&A one, and uh, I'll definitely be checking it out. And uh, I leave comments on the site all the time. So if you guys go to restaurantfoodfast.com, you'll see me commenting on there. So I'm not, I'm not just sh- blowing smoke up your asses. Uh, don't forget to check out my other shows. I got um, Tech Gain Show, techgainshow.com. We just covered uh, reviews of Killzone 2. I talked about a tiny URL for hiding your email called Scrim, which was it's a great little site. 
Uh, we've got uh, talked about a little bit the iPod Shuffle, did some news. So check it out, TechGainShow.com. And, of course, me and my friend Teresa do, do another show called Talk Duo, Talk, T-A-L-K-D-U-O.com. Uh, that comes out on Wednesdays, Tech Gain Show Thursdays, and this knock on wood will be out on Friday. So we want to thank everyone for coming to Average Joe Show. Please leave us comments on the site, AverageJoeShow.com. Shoot us an email at talk at AverageJoeShow.com and Twitter, AverageJoeShow, all one word. I'm um, glad you spent a little bit of your time downloading, listening to us, using a little bit of your bandwidth, and we hope you enjoyed this show. And until next week, have a good one. Mm-hmm.